0: Today's Ag Spotlight episode is sponsored by Coolers. Make every day a cool day for your cows. The Coolers system allows you to control the cow's environment 24-7. For more information, go to northamericanag.com and find them in the Industry Connect section. Hi and welcome to North American Ag Spotlight. I'm Chrissy Wozniak. My guests today are partners in Merry Water Dairy in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. I would like to welcome... Brad and Ella Cower. How are you guys doing today? Very good. Thank you. Doing great. Thank you. That's good. Thanks for joining me. Um, So not only uh, do you have a dairy, but you also operate a berry farm, I understand. We do. We operate a you-pick strawberry and blueberry farm, uh,
1: et cetera. A few other little things on the side, but primarily strawberries
0: and blueberries, yes. Right. And so can you tell me a little bit about yourselves and your educational background and, and what you do?
2: Um, well, uh, we both grew up on farms. Um, my father and my brother still milk on a dairy. Um, I worked with them before I had the opportunity to join Mary water. Um, we've known each other I, for a long time through 4-H back when we were young and then, uh, you know, found each other again later on in life. So, um, Else?
1: Neighboring, um, farm kids
2: <coughs> neighboring farm that kids that ended yeah. up
1: marrying each other. Who knew? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your education background. I
2: went to Madison for for three years and uh, doing a little education stuff ever since, I guess. So uh, try to be active in PDPW and DBA and, and whatnot as much as I can.
1: Okay. Well, uh, echo a little bit of what Brad said. Farm kid, dairy farm kid, grew up on a small pretty, very small farm, Milked about 30 cows and um, went on to uh, attend UW River Falls and got a bachelor's of science in animal science with a dairy emphasis. Uh, So um, onward from there, worked at uh, a large dairy, large at the time, it was about milked about 500 cows uh, for a few years, kind of cut my teeth and learned a lot about, uh, more about cows, a lot about people. And, um, then kind of moved back closer to my home farm and began working as a DHI field technician for AgSource at the time and, um, got reconnected with this fella here, put his, got his family's herd on test and, uh, started to hang around him a lot more and then we decided to get married We've got two beautiful kids boy and a girl and we are pretty involved we like to be pretty involved in agriculture and um, like much as much as you
2: can these days at least yeah
1: <laughs> yeah mm-hmm.
2: a harder with all this covid stuff
1: yeah, yeah. No, for sure <laughs> Probably, yes um, but we also own and operate a Yes, the the U Pick Strawberry and Blueberry Farm. We get a chance to speak with consumers directly, uh, and uh, we really value that. We really enjoy talking with people and answering questions they might they might have about agriculture. Understanding that there is a disconnect, even more so these days, and and people don't typically know a farmer or get a chance to talk to. Food producers, so we really value that for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's good. So, um, so what is the Livestock Trust Institute, and how did you become involved with Dr. Do- Don Hogland?
2: Well, um, I became involved with Dr. Don probably pushing a year and a half ago now, um, an industry associate told me that he was in in Wisconsin now and doing some training things. And uh, one day we were sitting down at the quarterly meeting and we were looking at some of our uh, statistics that that we had that we keep track of um, on dairy comp with uh, in regards to to cows that are sold and, and cows that die. And uh, a, a big thing that stuck out were injuries. And uh, at that point, it, it struck my memory that Dr. Don was doing some trainings around here, so we called him up. And we started training with him, and uh, we've seen a significant decrease in injuries, um, both in injuries and, and cows sold for in- reasons injuries, and cows uh, that died or had to be euthanized because of injuries because of that. Wow. Um, very happy, you know, that we've made our animal handling more consistent consistent throughout the farm. I mean, every every cow knows that they're going to be handled the same way. Regardless of the person that is is dealing with them, right. so it's been very valuable for us. Wow!
0: And so, how are technological advances in dairy dairy management impacting cattle behavior and well well being? Um,
2: that's an interesting question. Um, personally, I think that there's a portion. There are certain farms that there's have been some techn- technological advances recently that have made that have made cattle handling maybe just a little bit not cattle handling but diagnosing problems maybe just a little bit more hands off and uh, our workforce in general right now is just not coming from from animal backgrounds like they have in the past right and uh, so you've you got a lot of people that have very little experience and those people might move up the food chain very quickly if they can demonstrate even some basic uh, understanding of how cattle, cattle actually operate um, it's my opinion that we have a lot of tools right now that that help us out that make it so we don't have to be out spending as much time looking at the cattle as as we have in the past. Mm -hmm. However, um, that means that some people are not picking up the same skills that they have in the past. So.
0: Yeah. And, and safety on the dairy farm is paramount. How can livestock handling techniques affect the overall safety on the farm?
2: Um, Safety is, is obviously a huge issue. On any dairy farm. When the cattle are are handled uniformly every day, the cow always knows what to expect. She's not going to be surprised if everybody is using the same technique. So therefore, you're going to have less of a chance that you're going to spook a cow or get her to do something that, that might cause harm to either herself or another person. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that that's really cool. Um and yeah, it's it's very important for staff on farms to understand how to keep cows calm while moving them from, you know, pen to parlor or separating them from the herd. So how exactly do you get the right training to your employees?
2: Well, it's, it's all part of a program. Um, you have to program both the staff and the cows. Uh,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I train both the staff and the cows, I, I should say. Um, the calves are trained, animals are trained at a relatively young age, Four to five months old. That's they take the training pretty well at that point. Um, but from then on forward, you know, as long as everybody's handling them consistently, the animal is going to react the same if you if you treat her the same, and that's really what we're shooting for. Wow. All the way up and down the food chain.
0: Right. Yeah. And so, it doesn't matter the size of the dairy. Does it doesn't matter, um, you know, <clears throat> if it's just small. Is it? Does it get outrageous with the larger dairies?
2: I think that cows are cows, cows or cows no matter what size dairy they're on, um, and I think that probably most dairies have similar problems. Um, many dairies have facilities that are maybe not perfect. Um, I know ours isn't, but if you handle these animals after they're trained, particularly, um, they're going to know how to react to to how you're, you're handling them, and they're going to do uh, they're going to act. Calmly, and they're gonna they're gonna basically do what you want them to do, um, without any surprises. I think that large and small dairies have the same challenges in handling animals safely and calmly, and it's a goal that we all share. Yeah,
0: well, that's good. And so, what advice would you have to other other dairy farmers about livestock handling?
2: Oh, I think that having a a program that just having a consistent program is is so important something that everybody is trained in and that all your animals are trained in also. Um, I think that it's very important to have something like that. I just can't we've we've seen the benefits financially and in handling animals in a more timely manner um, and in
0: less frustration from the
2: staff it it all around is a, is really a beneficial program.
0: I know one last question. Um, you know we have a great industry and the people in our industry it's more of a life than it is a career and so you know we often think about what we you know what our legacy would be in the industry and have you thought of that what would you how do you um, together want to be remembered in agriculture
2: well I certainly would like to be remembered as somebody that uh, that had a a nice group of animals and, and a well-taken care of group of animals, um, you know, define success is kind of a difficult thing to -hmm. define, but I think we can all think of successful producers and that's a pretty common string amongst them. Um, at least in my opinion, um, well-taken care of productive animals.
1: For sure. I think that, um, for me, I think that contributing to The industry in such a way that it improves animal well-being, human well-being and animal handling and um, the whole the whole circle. um, Contributing to that as a whole, I think, is is really something that I think is a great thing. Um, I think that. You know, we those of us that are involved with livestock production have uh, been given a unique role in, Mm -hmm. in the, in this life, I think. And I think that it's important for us to be good stewards of the resources that, that we care for. And I think that it's important that um, we do our best. And, and when we, you know, when we decided to, partner with Don with his program I think that it was it was pretty clear that this is something really valuable and uh, that the whole uh, industry livestock industry can use and um, not to mention it it's very valuable for when it comes to consumers as well Um, you know more than ever now consumers want to know that animals animals, are well taken animals are cared for well and and progressive producers want to do that as well. And um, that's also another reason I think that um, we decided to approach Uris about this as well, because um, obviously it was logical. I, I, I work for them. And, I, and right away, you know, when I got involved in learning more about Don's program, I thought, well, gosh, this would, you know, Uris has boots on the ground on livestock productions worldwide. This is This is a valuable thing for them. And, um, this is that would be a great way to make an impact. and uh, but also they like they're progressive and like to link arms with uh, producers that are forward thinking and progressive as well, which is uh, which is something that's really valuable and important and we want to move forward.
2: Just to reiterate that consumer point I mean we often also often get wrapped up in our own days and and we have a hard time. Some of us, at least, have, I know I do, have a hard time kind of thinking past the farm gate. But that's such a big aspect right now. If we don't have a buyer for our milk, then right. we don't have an industry. That that portion always has to stay at the forefront of our mind. And anything that we can do to show our consumers that how much we care about our animals and, uh, mm. and that we're investing in, in both our animals and our people, try and treat them well, um,
0: I think to that's produce, huge. Yeah. Produce yeah a healthy, really well said. Product. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And is there anything else you'd like to add?
2: Well, we've had a lot of fun uh, uh, working with Don, and uh, and the results are very clear. Uh, and the results are almost immediate. Um, and I would recommend anybody who anybody who wants to really uh, do their cows and people a favor to uh, be giving them a call.
0: Awesome. Very good. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. And thanks to all who are watching or listening. Um, if you want to learn more, you can go head over to NorthamericanEgg.com and we will have the information there and the links will be provided in the notes below as well. So thanks again, guys. Thank,
1: thank you. Thank you.
0: The way we conduct business in agriculture has endured a drastic change. Our handshake industry has traditionally been face-to-face, but with the cancellation of in-person events and farm shows, everyone has had to adapt, from farms to manufacturers to service providers. With a dizzying array of marketing and digital business choices, you need to make the right decisions or risk not being seen at all. If you need advice or a customized plan for your business, don't hesitate to reach out to me at chrissywozniak.com or chrissy.info, because that's easier to spell. Don't risk not pivoting your business, find a path that will take you into the digital space and be seen by our industry. Fastline Auctions, the ultimate destination for online farm equipment auctions. Looking to list equipment? Fastline Auctions knows farmers, and farmers have trusted Fastline for their equipment needs for over 45 years. With unmatched digital reach, and direct-to-farmer catalogs, they can find the right buyer for your equipment. Not to mention, they have the industry's lowest commission rates. And if you're looking for equipment to buy, you can bid with confidence. No buyer premiums, no reserves, just integrity. Fastline Auctions, your trusted platform for hassle-free, cost-effective farm equipment auctions. Visit fastline.com for more information. You can join us for a tour of the Fastline Auctions platform July 13th at 6.30 p.m., to register for this webinar, go to northamericanag.com slash fastline-webinar. That's northamericanag.com slash fastline-webinar to register now.